Talking Tours Colombia. Today we're going to be talking to a special guest called Sebastian, aka Ms. Duffy, and we're going to be talking about how to do drag in quarantine. How has the drag world changed? So, hello. <laughs> I cannot hear you. You can't. Hang on. No, I can. No, I can. No, I can. <laughs> I'm not that good at the technology, so uh, it, this took a bit of work. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. A little bit tired, but good. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. I'm melting a little bit. It's super hot here, so I'm sweating. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So, can you um, first off is just can you like tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, my name is Sebastian. Um, I'm also giving life to Duffy Swan. Uh, I'm a, outside of drag. I'm an actor. I'm 28 years old. Uh, I major in musical theater. Oh, wow. And well, Greg, uh, it's been what three years almost, like two years and a half. For me, it's it's not that much time, but maybe it's because at theater, most of the queens, uh, like the big big queens, they're like, yeah, I've been doing this for fifteen years, eighteen years, ten years, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm just a baby. <laughs> So what brought you into drag just because of your musical theater background or? No, actually I have to say, I was really uh, afraid of drag queens. Um, I was scared, scared, okay. scared. I don't know, they, they freaked me out. There was this girl and she was really tall and I was with a guy and he started like um, lifting up her skirt. They, they were friends, so they were just joking. And the way she looked at me, I was like, oh my God, she's so intimidating. What, what's going on? What, what do I do here? But yeah, I never thought that I would be doing it. However, fast forward a couple of years uh, at the university, I had to do uh, a monologue. And by that time, I had a boyfriend uh, whose favorite uh, movie was Hedwig and the Young Range. I don't know if you have seen it. <clears throat> a rock musical, it's basically a concert where this uh, trans girl tells her story of how she fled um, the communist Berlin um, with a sex change, but the operation got uh, botched. So she has uh, an angry basically. Yeah. And she, yeah. she says that all, uh, she, she tells her story through a concert, through a rock concert, and it's really angry and really passionate about it. And it's really cool. So I, I decided that I wanted to do that because well, I was really in love with my boyfriend. So I was like, yeah. Why not? Did your boyfriend do drag as well at the time? He used to do drag before I met him. Okay. But just like uh, not really performing, just like going to clubs and parties and that was it. Yeah. I actually never got to see him in drag. He got no pictures about it. No, he, I don't know why. Hmm. <laughs> my first corset was his and my first makeup brushes and... Uh, some of my makeup is actually his. He had it from before I met him. So I was like, why don't you have pictures? And I was like, yeah, I don't like that part of my life anymore. And, oh, really? Yeah, he was quite shady about it. I don't know why. <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it, as well, with drag? And I mean, Colombia is still like a very traditional country, right? <laughs> quite, there's a lot of machismo still. I think that, yeah, that, 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 that could be part of it. Um, like machismo is there a word in english for machismo i don't think no, so. there's not a word because we have it here so it should be a word but yeah machismo 
Okay, well. Translation. <laughs> um machism. so yeah i think machismo is one of the main reasons but also i don't know like right now as the scene right now i think it's a little bit easier people are getting a little bit more uh tolerant about this kind of stuff and are wandering a little bit more into these uh kind of subjects and so i don't know as for these couple of years uh it's it's been nicer for queens to come out yeah before that yeah I, It was a little bit harder. I mean, the moment I started doing drag, uh, I got criticized a lot. And um, for example, going back to the story about Hedwig and Darren Grange, when I did that monologue, my teachers were like, uh, yeah, this is not theater. This is not related. Uh, what are you doing? Um, and they almost wanted me to fail that uh, semester. So I was like, really? nope. Yeah. So I, 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 I did the monologue. Um, But two first times for me, first time doing drag and first time singing live. So it was really excited for me doing the, the, uh, those two things. And after that, well, the, the teachers tried to fail me. I didn't fail at the end. Um, but I got really curious about it because I was like, why are they saying that this is not related? So when I had to do my thesis, I did my thesis around drag. I wanted to do like a comparative line between uh, the creation of a dramatic, conventional kind of a character and the creation of a drag character. And I tried to join them or to compare with Comedia del Arte. How do you say that in English? I think in English they say the, the name in, in, in Italian, but uh, I'm not really sure what the name in Italian is. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Basically that. So it was fun. That's how I started doing drag. Uh, and I created Duffy for that thesis. I created a little show with a couple of queens that I knew. And it, it was cool. It was, it, I, I gave them classes of corporal expression and vocalization. I even gave them classes of pole dancing. And they teach me how to become a queen. Yeah. So, and The fun part is that they were so different. We had a queen that was really fishy. We had a monster. We had someone that was really club kid. We had a king. Um, we had one that was quite a slutty. <laughs> so it was really fun. We had Mixed. different aspects of it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize that they, like there was so many like different <clears throat> aspects of it. Yeah. Lady Gaga would be proud. <laughs> yeah, she would be proud. And then COVID happened and. Blah like ruined everything. Um, so how have you um, dealt with that? How have you managed to keep drag alive in quarantine? Well, at the beginning, it, it was quite hard. We were burning our heads with the DJ. We were like, what are we going to do now? Because theater closed their doors. They're saying, no, we're not going to do anything. And at the end, we decided, we were seeing that a lot of drag shows come out. Uh, like there was a home fest, drag home festival here. And it was directed by All My Drag, if I'm not mistaken, and it was Twitch, and there were some shows on Instagram Live and others on YouTube. So those were the first kind of shows that I saw like going on around in quarantine. And then we decided like, okay, let's try it, let's do it. But we asked them for, for, for them to make videos, all videos for us. And I think we began with Beyonce Night. It's been quite, quite fun. I, I have been able to host two times only. 
I hosted Pride Night and I hosted yesterday, which was Country Night. Oh. That's why my face looks so makeup-y still. <laughs> like, so, I was so tired yesterday. <laughs> what were the highlights of Country Night? I'm assuming some Dolly Parton kind of vibes. So. <laughs> it's funny. I said from the beginning, like the first time that we discussed about Country Night that it was like, I don't know, a year ago. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to do Dolly Parton. Well, I don't know if you oh. saw it before my boobs or not. I got big boobs, basically. Uh, I bought them. So I was like, yeah, I want to do Dolly, 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 Dolly. So yesterday, I thought that I would be doing a lot of Dolly as well. Turns out the only Dolly song that I did, and that anyone did actually, was 9 to 5. Working 9 to 5, what a It is on YouTube. Uh, you would find it as Wednesday's Late. It's the first YouTube channel that appears. Or you can find us as well in Instagram as Wednesday, at Wednesday's Late. And we are posting every day. Uh, oh, not every day. Every week, the, the, the new the newcomer shows that, that we're, we're going to be having. Okay, so Instagram, Wednesday Slay, YouTube, Wednesday Slay. Um, okay, so you were mentioning about like your outfit and you were saying like you had your big like your Dolly Parton boobs. How long does it take to, on, I know it depends, but on average, how long does it take to get dragged up? Well, yeah, it depends a lot on the, the kind of queen and the loot that you're going for. It's funny, at the beginning, I, I used to take around two hours when I first started. After that, uh, it was around an hour and a half because it was like I had to be ready really fast for the show. But I don't know if it's because of quarantine or maybe I have been watching a lot of makeup videos and all that. I'm taking around four hours. That's so long. Well, it's taking you longer now. It is taking longer. And now I'm being very picky with how do I blend this eyeshadow? What am I doing here? Yo, this liner I don't like. Let's fix it. Let's do it again. Yeah. I I was a little bit more carefree with that, but now I'm like, I don't know. My main way of work, it's basically on Instagram or yeah. Facebook. So I'm like, I want to look the best. No right. pictures. Mm, that's true. I guess, yeah, because I guess when you're doing drag normally, like in Deadron or in like a, cl a club or bar, You've got the light, different lighting, you're moving around, whereas I guess maybe online, because it's like being recorded and maybe it's a bit like, I don't know, like the camera's not always very, I don't know, like. The camera is so close to my face and I feel so overexposed that I was like, oh my God, I feel my face is so big there. What's going on here? Like camera, it distorts, doesn't it? Like the camera lies it's, and then you're like, is that me? So exactly so it's weird i'm trying to find a new place for for Duffy to for it to work on, on camera yeah 
but four hours okay that's quite yeah that is a long time but yeah i i don't take that that much of a time in my head like i have friends that take it around six hours eight hours Oof. yeah that's like the whole day <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah god but at least it like by the end of the six hours i imagine that it looks they do these complex kind of makeups with lots of lines, eyes, quirky yeah. stuff. I love them. <laughs> I mean, it's just art, isn't it? Like the way the makeup is done, like drag makeup, it's so like impeccably done. It's so like artistic and you can be so creative with the makeup. Like yeah, there's no restrictions, is there? Like That's the thing, yeah, there's no restrictions at all. I, I always say that um, the fun thing about makeup in general, but mainly drag makeup is that you, Without makeup, you can see yourself in the mirror and see the things that you don't like, see the things that you like. But with drag makeup, you're like, okay, I'm a blank canvas. This yeah. does not exist. What do I want to do today? What kind of face what, what do I want to create? And I can create any kind of face. So. Really? No limits? No, there, exactly. There are no limits at all. So, so with the online um, drag show now that it's all gone to YouTube and Instagram, um, was it popular immediately? Like, what was it? reaction and response i, I don't know I, I i thought that it would be a little bit harder mm -hmm. but it wasn't and we have been having a lot of response of newcom queen newcoming queens that have uh, been born during quarantine so they're like interested uh, in doing something like yeah i, I i'm doing I'm, I'm learning this skill now i want to put it on, to a test yeah so can i join and we're like heck yeah come here join the boat so their debut into into drag is during the quarantine. Like during the quarantine, yeah. That's, that must be so interesting. Like it must be so different to do it. I mean, when you go into drag normally in person, it must be so different doing it for the first time online. Like, do you think it's easier to to kind of get introduced online? Do you think it's more difficult? It really depends on the, That's I guess, on the personality of the people. Like. I know that these queens, uh, whenever they get a chance to be live uh, on a real stage, it's gonna be so different for them. It's gonna be like a new, a, a new first time. It's yeah, gonna change their whole, their whole world. Of course, but do you think it will help them having practice like online? Definitely, for queens, they for quarantine queens, uh, their first time on a live show, it's gonna be way better because they are they already know now their makeup they know their skills they know how to dance they know how to lip sync so whenever they go to on stage it's gonna be like easy breezy the, the only difference there is no a camera there are several cameras yeah so in terms of like the dragon quarantine then what are what would you say are the main um challenges of doing drag at home uh I think the two main challenges are, first of all, when you are in the drag closet. <laughs> For example, my family doesn't know that I do drag, so whenever I want to do drag and they are here, I'm unable. Um, right. These past two weeks of strict quarantine, I had to break it because I was like, I need to make my videos, I need to make three videos, and I have no space here because my parents are here working, and so. I I have nowhere to get ready. I have nowhere to, to record. So I had to go to my best friend's uh, place because his neighborhood was not under the strict quarantine. Right. Uh, and I recorded everything there in, in three days. Like 
it was like so fast everything was happening oh my god it was a lot of work it was a re really heavy week for me yeah, i can imagine <laughs> at the beginning of the quarantine i i joined an instagram challenge like a makeup challenge and it was fine at the beginning because I would just do my makeup and that was it. Like not even drag makeup. It was just different kinds of makeup. Yeah. I would do it in my room. I would close my door, perhaps record a couple of TikToks and that was it. And yeah. no one had to knew. I came out and I already had my makeup wipe out. Uh-huh. But like uh to record a full video, I need I need space. And that's like the second problem. Uh if we cannot go out, if we are only limited to our place, if you don't have a big place, how do you record? Like, for example, my videos, most of my videos are just from the waist up because okay. I don't have a, 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 a place to dance. So yeah. I only have my my dining room. So it's like, okay, I need to learn how to perform from the waist up. Right. You said that you're in the drag closet. Is it quite common for a lot of people in, uh, like Colombian drag queens, to be in the drag closet from their families? Is that quite a common thing? One would think that it is, but it isn't actually. A lot of queens have been, uh, like baby queens mainly. Uh, they're like, yeah, my mom helps me. Yeah, my mom is watching this video. Yeah, my mom connected. Yeah, my mom. It's like, okay, that's that's amazing. That's great. Like, and I I cannot say like I'm completely in the closet like my mom knows that i do drag she right. likes it she she doesn't love the idea but she's okay with it yeah and uh, the thing is my, my my dad my dad has no idea that i do this so it's right. like um, like for the first time in a couple of years we are getting quite quite along so i don't want to mess that up with having an awkward conversation like yeah that i have boobs in my car <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's difficult, isn't it? So your mom's obviously like you said; she doesn't like the idea, but she's still supportive of you. And I mean, have you spoken to your mom about possibly? I mean, what does your mom say about your dad? I mean, does she think that he shouldn't know? Or she thinks that I should tell him, right? But I mean, she's an she, she's an optimistic, so <laughs> she's always like, "Go ahead, say it, and everything will work out. Don't worry about it. Everything is fine. We live in an ideal world." And I know that he wouldn't be like mad enough to. I don't know. It's not gonna be a novella where he's gonna hit me and I'm gonna <laughs> fall through the floor and hit yeah. my head and die. <laughs> it's not gonna be like that. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. But it's gonna be like a really awkward kind of a conversation and perhaps not talking for a couple of months and really so you're scared that it'll make the relationship difficult sorry so you're scared that it will make the relationship difficult yeah exactly and as i said like our relationship has been rocky uh my whole life basically i don't know why but yeah it has been rocky uh, so right now we're getting quite along we we are now laughing for the first time like he Oh my god this is gonna get emotional <laughs> but yeah we didn't used to laugh a lot or have like um inside jokes um so yeah i want to keep that for a while at, at least yeah i think that maybe i will tell him once i'm able to leave the house um that day i will be like okay yeah that i did drag yeah. what's drag? Yeah, it's, it's difficult, I guess. I mean, I assume your dad, is he quite a traditional man? Right? He is. 
makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess the good thing about the quarantine, I mean, despite the situation, it is bringing people together and it's bringing families together. And I mean, it's making people closer, right? So I don't know. You, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you could take the risk. And then, like you said, you don't want to ruin this nice relationship that you've got with him. But if it's bringing you closer, does a part of you think that he might just be like, that's okay, like, I don't mind? Or do you think he, he could be accepting of it? I don't know. Like, I, I take into account um, when I came out of the closet, like, I told my mom, it's a, uh, kind of a long story, so I'm not going to go with it. But I told my mom, but I was really under a lot of uh, medical drugs right now. So uh, by the time, sorry. So I, I had no idea what, what I was saying. I just remember that I told her like, yeah, I'm gay. This happened, blah, 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 blah. So please tell my dad because I'm not going to be able to once I'm not uh, this high. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day she came, she was like, he knows, he, he loves you. Don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. I came out of the hospital a couple a couple of months later, and he acts like if nothing is wrong, nothing has changed, but he still asks me about girls, and um, he, and I'm like, does he know? So so for a long time, I was like, maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he your mom did tell him, right? She told him. She told me that she did, and she said like, maybe I did, and I don't know. I thought that I did, and I'm like, what? How don't you know that? Yeah, but you didn't want to. You didn't want to bring it up to him with him again. Exactly. For me, it was really weird. I, 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 um, I didn't know how to approach it. So right. I was once with my boyfriend at the hospital again. Do you <laughs> again. mind asking? Um, you said you were in hospital. Um, do you mind me asking what was wrong? Um, my mind. <laughs> right. So uh, it was basically yeah. I had a mental breakdown and suicide attempt. So yeah. <laughs> God, I'm really sorry. No, don't, don't worry about it. No. It's been a long time, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. So you said you were in the hospital with your boyfriend this time? Yeah, the next time. Uh, kind of for the same, but not really. <laughs> um, I was, uh, basically I had a kind of a panic attack where I completely blocked, um, I have a blackout, basically. I have no idea what happened. I just remember being on the computer. 10 minutes later, I'm on the edge of my window and I live on a 10th floor. So I'm like, what's going on? And yeah, it was, it was really confusing for everyone. No one knew what happened. I don't know what happened. It was so weird, but they still had to take me to a hospital to check me out because I was uh, high on fever and uh, my pressure and all that stuff. Yeah. But the thing is that my boyfriend was resting on my chest and I was caressing his head and my dad came in and I was like, what do I do? I let him go really slowly, act like nothing is happening. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. He saw us. He, he didn't say anything at the beginning. The moment I went out of the hospital, he was like, yeah, you know that I love you. So um, don't worry about it. And... Uh, I'm really glad that you have your friend with you and I know that he really cares about you right. and that was I think that was his way of saying I know yeah. you're gay don't worry yeah. <laughs> and I think that was a moment where our relationship started to to grow actually yeah. 
Yeah, because there's something, isn't there, just about being kind of authentic and being like, this is who I am. And I think you have to love someone for that. And even if you don't agree for whatever reasons, I think you've got to love someone for just being able to say, okay, this is how, who I am kind of thing. And I think as well with parents, like, I mean, parents can be difficult sometimes when they don't agree with, with you and they want certain things for you that you don't want for yourself. And it's difficult to say like, no, like, I know what I want kind of thing. But I think they always like do love you. Like, even though sometimes they don't, they're not very good at showing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very, very, um, he's a cold guy. So even for, with my mom, she's always like, give me a kiss, hug me, and yeah. she's really clingy and all that. And he's like, yeah, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Aww. But he shows her his, his love for her in other ways, like yeah. details, and he doesn't let her do the dishes and all that stuff. He's like, go ahead and rest. Eat. You're not eating. Yes, he's like saying I love you in those other ways. Yeah, like the love languages, right? There's how many? Five? Five love languages? What are they? It's like... Um, Words of affirmation, services, um, physical touch, quality time, and I can't remember the fifth one. But yeah, like people have their different like ways of showing. Oh, I had no idea about that. I I had never heard of it. Have a look. If you you Google love languages, it tells you the different ones. Oh, the fifth one is gifts, I think. Gifts, I think. Okay. Um, but you can do that quizzes and it tells you which one your love language. Sometimes you can have two or three. But okay. Yeah, like some people, yeah, like they'll do things for you and that's how, they might not say it, but they do things to show it. So, yeah, it's interesting. But, yeah, so I guess... I'm going to look it up. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good because it helps you understand other people as well. Like, okay, interesting. I know why this person <laughs> is like this and, yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, like you said, your dad's like traditional. And I think that's the thing, um, because Colombia is still, I mean, it's changing, but it's still, there's, I mean, it's a Catholic country. There's still a lot of taboo. But um, you said that you you feel quite optimistic that it's, there's a shift happening, right? That people are becoming more open-minded. Yeah, and I I do have to blame drag for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that drag is quite responsible. Um, I know a lot of people give a lot of... Uh, can I curse here? Yeah, can. yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. People give a lot of shit to RuPaul because she's like, she has said a lot of things against trans women doing drag and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, but she still gave uh, drag a platform, a big platform. Mm-hmm. She made it mainstream. And therefore, in Colombia, it has been accepted. Um, Colombia being such a, ma- a machista place. Um, so, so so being able to like with stupid stuff nail, uh, nails like right now my nails are they're really ugly but i paint my nails now those kind of things uh that are small actions they they end up making a lot of a big change uh at the beginning of the year i was working at, at a call center and it was fun to see a lot of people changing their minds. Like in a, perhaps last year, uh, it would be difficult for a guy to be wearing nail polish or I don't know, having um, eyeliner or anything like that. Mm. It has shifted. Like uh, in the, at the call center, everyone had their hair with colors and 
nail polish and earrings and my best friend used to go to work with heels sometimes yeah. and with this big holographic jacket and it's cool and now i see on the street people uh, guys wearing crop tops and i like that it's like okay there's there, there's this kind of uh, liberation kind of an air going around which i like and i think it's quite important and i do blame drag because i think that's because it has become mainstream people are, are like saying it's okay it's it's not that different it's not the it's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with it so yeah, you're not I'm anyone not, like yeah how do you feel about i mean when this is over i mean obviously everything is so unpredictable we don't know what's gonna happen but um do you feel pretty optimistic about um the future of drag in a post-covid world i think oh girl i i i mean it's gonna be hard in the in the way that right now all bars are closed so yeah. we have no idea when when are they gonna open um so on that way, like drag, like what do you say? Like um, the traditional kind of drag, uh, drag show. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna work because I, I know that a lot of people is gonna take their time to go back to bars and to to all that that, that kind of stuff. They're gonna be like, eh, maybe yes, maybe no. Yeah. But I mean, we have so many drags right now. We have so many new queens. And they are so eager to to perform live and all that. That I'm pretty sure that they're gonna find a way. Like, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna start having drag festivals all around. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised, if, for example, uh, for next year, uh, for for Pride, if they do like I don't know some kind of uh, carnival, like a, some kind of drag carnival, and that would be interesting. That would be really fun to see because. They all want to do something, and we didn't have pride this, this year, so they're like, yeah, I want to go out, let me go. Yeah, and I want to ask you as well, because um, you mentioned like really briefly about like you struggled with mental health for a while. Um, do you think, I mean, quarantine is not the easiest place to be. If you, I mean, I think everyone at the moment, to different extents, is struggling like mentally just because like, you're indoors. Um, yeah, how does that, do you think that's been affecting people like just being in that mental health wise like being in the situation for me it has been a pressure but because my parents when they're working here they get a lot of work they get a lot of calls a lot of meetings so i'm trying to i don't know we are way too different they're really uh not the artistic kind of people mm. i am really artistic so i hear them talking about numbers and, oh, yeah. and all that and yes. budgets yeah. I get so stressed here. My mom works until 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Wow. And I'm like, please go to bed. I want to sleep. Wow. So at the beginning, it was really hard. But it's, it's, it's weird because nonetheless, uh, I am happier as well. And I've been way more um, chill. I, 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 I mean, less anxious, at least. Okay. And I have not had these kind of blackouts I that I used to have a lot, um, and nor panic attacks. And right now, my psychologist, I'm I'm seeing him regularly, just through a through a Zoom call as well. And it's been nice. It's been I don't know. I, right now, I think that everything is taking the course that it has to take. 
for me yeah. at least uh, like I'm going baby steps and doing the things that I have to do I'm going back to the university I'm finishing my career blah 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 and, yeah. and everything's finally placing where it has to place and I, I'm happy with that at least yeah it's given us time to think hasn't it and to to organize everything I guess but yeah. yeah and I think it's it's important to take this time as well um not only to organize but to improve maybe to, to improve your skills uh yeah. for example let make up skills like <laughs> I'm taking my time now I'm also drawing a lot and I, I'm trying to dance more and I'm, I'm trying to to take time for myself to to say like okay I'm here there are no distractions so let's focus on me yeah yeah, honing those skills that you have that maybe you kind of ignored or neglected before. Now you have time to really like explore them, I guess. Yeah. It's weird because I started studying medicine. That, that was my first career. Really? <laughs> I didn't finish. Yeah, I, I dropped out, but I, I did six semesters, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so a lot. Was that three, three years? Three years, yeah. Uh, after that, I... Um, I had the, 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 that uh, suicide attempt <laughs> and I discovered theater. I was like, okay, there is a new place where I can be myself, that I can be anyone else. I can just take all these things that are in my head and let them out. That was fine for a, for a couple of years until I was like, okay, maybe there is something else inside of me that I'm not letting go. And when I, did, I started doing drag, I, I, I noticed that Maybe I was in conflict with my own femininity and my own masculinity. And I was like, okay, why am I uh, rejecting it? Why am I blocking these things? And who am I really? So I think drag actually helped in that. Um, like, th then again, like really small actions, painting my nails. I love painting my nails. I discovered that. And I, I, I used to think that what, that was so wrong for a guy to have really? nail polish. And yeah, I was like really uh, close-minded with that. But the moment I started doing it, I was like, okay, this is really liberating and I like it. And I like how my nails look. And I now I see the, the guys with the crop tops and I'm like, I want to wear a crop top. Can, yeah. can, can, I, can I pull up a crop top? I, I even bought uh, a crop um, jacket, which I love with holographic sleeves. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to wear it, but I love this shirt. I, I love this jacket. So, and I've been wearing a lot <laughs> and holographic boots. And I'm like, I love colors now. This yeah. is fun. So would you say drag? Yeah, it kind of gave you a space to explore the different sides of your masculinity and femininity. Like, it gave you like a um, creative space to just try things out. Exactly, and and that makes me happy because it's like. I'm no longer uh, holding back myself as, as much. I'm just like, dude, there is uh, <laughs> there is just one life, so yeah. why not explore? Why not do it? Why not try it? Okay. For example, one of the things that I love about drag is that um, whenever I'm um, struggling with something personal, emotional, mainly boys, <laughs> let's face it, <laughs> um, <laughs> Drag is such a great tool to to let that go. Whenever I'm, uh, when I was with my last, um, let's say, not boyfriend, the last guy I was dating, kind yeah. of going out, my last mess. Situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
whenever we had problems, I was like, okay, let's let it all out with drag performances, with lip syncs. And by that time, I was watching The Craziest Girlfriend Netflix. And I was like, there are so many songs that I want to do from here. And I was making them and it was so much fun. And people were like, oh, you really had it, in you? And I was like, yeah, now I'm free. I'm so free now. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. Get all those feelings out. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, a, yeah, like, um, yeah, a way of, what's the word? Um, I know it's in Spanish. I don't know what we're yeah, in English. Yeah, I don't even know what we're in English. Like, to empty out, like, your feelings. In Spanish, it's called catharsis. Oh, catharsis. Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's in English. Yeah, it's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cathartic, which is kind of get all your emotions out. Like. But, yeah, yeah it's just, like, exactly. a beautiful way to do it as well, like, through art, through music, through dance. So, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'm really glad that drag has been so helpful for you in a lot of ways. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, and I hope that the new queens as well, like, that they'll gain as much from it as, as you have. Well, I hope. I'm pretty sure they will. They, they all look so happy doing it, and yeah. it's fun to see that the baby queens are creating their own groups, and they see each other to do makeup challenges between them, and yeah. record little videos, and all that. And I'm, real, I'm just happy, because for me, it's like watching the... Uh, Wednesday's late drag family grow every time and like oh my god yeah. so, so remind us so Instagram Wednesday's late Instagram Wednesday's late and YouTube Wednesday's late as well yeah or what time 9.30pm um, Colombia <laughs> okay 9.30pm Colombia time okay yeah. and if anyone is watching that wants to take part as a queen what, what would they have to do they just need to write uh, to write uh, on, on to our Instagram and just DM us on Wednesday or to my personal um, Instagram at miss.doffyswan. Just write, like say, I'd like to join the party and I, ha I have ideas. And I'd be like, yeah, hey, yeah, come in, come, cool. come aboard, come, come. Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much, Sebastian, Miss Doffy, for mm -hmm. chatting to me. It's been really, really nice. Okay, that is the end of our chat with Sebastian. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did and that it's given you thought, food for thought, thought for food, food for thought. And yeah, thank you for watching and see you next time.